Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. I go to one event, I got like five, six people, you know, booking me, blam, blam, blam. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm independent. And I am doing, I'm independent. And I'm like, wow, I'm doing it like on a big scale, like I'm a real artist. I'm like, what? But, hey, I spoke You are it. a real artist. You I am a real artist. was written, and, and you know what, you know what, because I am, I'm so appreciative. You zeroed in Right where I really want the reader to get. That was the. That's really the reason why I wrote the book. I wrote I'm the book. Away. I told God I would be faithful about the spirit that He gave me, and that, and, and He wouldn't let me, re, you know, release it for some time. But if no one else gets anything out that book, get chapter nine. That's very, that's very, very simple. That's very, very simple. You know, oh. I talk nice to him. They call me Daddy, AJ Disco. AJ Disco. Three times. And I say, sure, I don't do no physical harm to them. Mm-hmm. I just threaten to take the food, the clothes, and the home from them. And they act right. Oh, oh. Okay, <laughs> well, no. I was just thinking maybe you might have to clean house or something like that, but that's great. Well, back in the old days when I first started, I, I used to use the duct tape and the clothes hangers and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that, yeah, because that's an old tried and proven practice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I heard. <laughs> it's a national anthem. I make them all say before I put them on the street. They say, we are capable girls. The one you heard about. You fight with knives and forty five and broken bottles too. We uh take pickles girls, so who the hell are you? Oh mercy. Okay, I was just about to ask you that. Like what genre would you say most of your music um you know, I guess is in. I don't want to put you in a box or anything, but what do you feel that most represents your style? Well, the, Ron L., uh, who's one of my partners, and we formulate the Love Brothers, we've just finished our fourth CD as well. He lives in Virginia. He said it's a combination of jazz and hip-hop, which he calls chip Jop, which I registered and copyrighted right away. No, other than, other than the fact that... um. You know, like you said, I've been, I've, I was sitting there, there was times when I was sitting beside him while he was doing his beats and everything, and, um, he's, you know, I, I don't want to call him his real name, K 
past has come a long way, and his music is... Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Facebook and tell you to call me 
so we could do a conference call, then that way maybe you might sound a little bit clearer. You understand? And you can hear me too. Okay. Yeah, that sounds So good. the first song the first song I'm gonna play is Power, because I accidentally played it. And normally I don't play none of these songs, but I heard I had heard your music when you first hit me up. And I said, hell yeah, I got to get this dude on the show. So <laughs> I accidentally played Power, and I almost started listening to the whole beat. I said, man, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen on the show. So I'm going to play it right now, and then I'll hit you back on the backside, and you call me, and we'll be on a conference call. Cool? All right, sounds good. Thank you. Yes. Okay. This is Lethal Injections with the song Power. Injections. I like that beat. Power. Sir, you on the line with me? Are, are we all good? Yes, sir. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Hey, in in the words of my English class, it's a lot gooder. It's a lot gooder. <laughs> it's a lot gooder. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> I was like, man, this thing is going like in and out. And, you know, technology is a, is a trip. So I figured it out. I thought about it like that. I said, man, call me. 
The heck with all that. Yeah, we can do it better this way. Yeah. Okay. Much more good, quality. Much gooder. Yes, much gooder. So, uh, so uh, do you uh, do beats for different artists? Do you, uh, or you just do it for you know fun, or you do it for different artists too? You know, I, I haven't. I haven't really done too many beats for a lot of artists. I've done. I've done maybe um, some beats for a handful of artists. There's there's one artist that I work with uh, a lot. His name is Decagon, and wow. um, he's in California. I work with him a lot. Um, but and, and there's a couple of other artists that I uh, that I work with, but not really, you know, um, not really a lot. Uh, you know, I just kind of did this um, just because, you know, it was just something I enjoyed doing, and um, kind of as a hobby and like I said and did some uh, music production for uh, some video games some independent movies and then yeah. you know then then I actually what, what kind of got me motivated was BeatStars I don't know you know BeatStars when I when I found out about that where you could actually set up your own site and sell your own music on your own that kind of right. motivated me to just uh, you know what I'm just going to I'm just going to put it out there and actually try to sell you know, um, my music or lease it out, you know, so, um, it just, I guess it kind of just lit a fire and, you know, well, that's, that's good because I, I know about that site where different artists put up all their beats and you can go through and stream everybody kind of listen to little snippets. And if you want to buy it, buy it, lease it yeah. out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Uh, also, do you, did you ever, did you ever rap? Did you ever spit? Did you ever throw some bars down? 16, <laughs> you know, a hot eight. I mean, you know, did you ever rap? You ever spit over your, over your own tracks? Uh, you know, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, I do it. I do it. So I just was wondering, do you, you never I, you spit? Know, I, I have, I have, um, you know, usually at like house parties, you know, like after, after the, the alcohol has been flowing, you know, right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The more you drink, the better you sound. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Now, right. I'll, get up, I'll get up and do a rendition of baby got back, you know, and, and, right. and you know, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I have, but I've never, I've never tried, I never tried to be a, a rapper or anything like that. No. Right, because uh, uh, I mean that that's what got me into it. Because first I was rapping, and then I said, "Hey, I gotta make some beats." Because you know these other cats are selling beats like crazy, and I'm like, "I'm not gonna be spending no money on no beats. I might as well, you know, do my own." And started make getting own, pretty right? good. Yeah, yeah, started selling them, and uh, other people used a couple of my beats before. So that's how you that's how you do that's how I did it to get into it. But you just off the top said, I want to just um, make some beats. So when you first started, uh, and I'm sure you have changed by now, what was your first equipment that you actually was doing beats on when you oh, first started? Okay. I was using, uh, uh, it was, a, I mean, this is, this is like back way, way back in the day. It was a Pentium 200 uh, with, I think it had Windows, like Windows 2000. Right and, and uh, Acid Music Pro, um, right, and you know, and it had and it came with just a whole bunch of loops, you know, 
and samples and I just I was at Best Buy one day and I because I was actively you know I was looking for something like that and I, I picked I think my parents bought it for me um back then and just playing around with all the loops and samples and acid pro and putting together all those those pre-manufactured beats I just it was I, that's pretty much how I kind of taught myself okay. to, to do it you know so and you know you know they got a they got a brand new uh, Acid Pro out now. That's what I heard, actually. And, you know, I, I'd like to check it out. Yeah, they got a brand new one out that I was tripping on because I was like, man, it was like a, I guess about four-year drop where they didn't make none no more. Then suddenly they got a new one out that they had yeah. dropped last year. I want to say wow. it was the last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're right. I, I do remember that, that they hadn't they hadn't released any updates or anything like that. So uh, what do you use now? Do you use the same, you do the same premise or do you change, you changed up Pro Tools, all that? No, I don't, no, I don't use Pro Tools. Actually, no. to, be honest, to be honest with you, I do everything on my iPhone. Wow. Now, hey, I've seen somebody use their, uh, the tablet, use mm-hmm. the tablet and they beats. Just get the software and you utilize the software and get some more software so you can record your voice with effects, and the mic you get, you could get a $20 mic, but it sounds like a hundred and something dollar mic because of the effects that you got on the software. See, I know all about this because I tried every avenue, dog. I drove every avenue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've seen folks doing it different ways, but I, when I first started, I bought a Magic, Magic software, M-A-G-I-X. And I live by this software. I bought every new edition, new generation, and it works for me because it reads all. You can just buy different beats from every. They got beat companies all online, like 30 or 40 beat companies. And, and you can listen to beats all day long and say, hey, I'm going to buy this one. I'm going to buy that one. I'll buy that software, you know, and you put it in your DAW, which is a digital uh, audio work workstation and you put it in your DAW and you just make beats from there and that's how I used to do it. Cut it up, splice it up, run it backwards. Oh man, you could be in there all day long making beats. And that's yeah, how I know, do it. I I've heard about that. That's that's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I I do it that's the way I do it and I buy like tons of beats. I got over a million and something sounds and looking <laughs> for another million and something sounds. You know. <laughs> You know, I could have a dog barking one in the track, have somebody act like they got shot in the track. I mean, there's just so many things you could do, so many things musically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song BFTF, what does that stand for, man? Because I'm like, BFTF, I don't understand, but it's an intro. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, this, okay, so I put out a, uh, it's a, it's a beat tape that I released. Um, last month and uh, you know I, I had I, I just been just making beats like crazy and um, I just had the idea to make to make a uh, a beat tape called back I'm sorry beats from the future um, okay and, I, and so that one song power um, I wanted to make you know like something that sounded like all futuristic style beats right um, okay so uh, the BFTF is, I believe that's the intro track um, 
to the the album and it's called back from the future featuring and that that's the, the track that's featuring uh decagon he actually he kind of introduces the album in that intro track where he raps over it and okay, uh, cool. he, i mean oh my god he did such a fantastic job i mean i mean he 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 wrote it all he you know i made the beat he, he just we worked well together so that's that's the track that i think that you're referring to lethal injections y'all Underground hits, You're Good For Me and Unfaithful on my Let You Tell It CD. It's available at CD Baby and TowerRecords.com. And of course, you can also listen to it right here, right now, with my man, the T to the A to the Z, another Taz Production online radio show.
usually it's something like that. I don't know, like, you know, you fall asleep, start hearing music playing in your head. You ever get that? Yeah, yeah. It hits me. It hits me all type of ways. And then sometimes I'm thinking to myself, maybe I can do it like this and do it different like this. And I go and practice it and then finally put a beat down. Have you ever, now this happened to me. I put a beat down and I was, I was fine with it. I'm getting ready to record it. And the power went out. Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. Oh man. You know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you lose everything. You know, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. start all over. And you, you can't, you can't quite replicate it, you know. Yeah, not the way it was, but uh, nine times out of ten, it seems like I did it a lot gooder, like we said at the beginning, <laughs> a lot gooder. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds a lot better than it did before because I added a little bit more, trying to recreate that sound again. So it's, it's just, you know. It's a producer's nightmare when the power go out on you or something like that. Or sometimes you the uh, software acts up. Right. Yeah, yeah, I had that too. But or, I also, have, or I quick question, not to not to cut you off, but have you ever gotten this like where you 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 make a song and you kind of you kind of sleep on it, and then the next morning you wake up and you listen to it. And it's not as good as you thought it was the night before. Yeah, yeah. I've had that before, but then the quiet, I've had the opposite. Like, I made a beat, really wasn't feeling it, but I made it, so I kept it. Then, like, maybe a year later, you know, I, all the time, instead of putting it on files, I also make me a hard copy on a CD, just in case the files corrupt or something like that. Oh, okay. So I go back to the CD. And listen to it and go, I made that? <laughs> man, that thing is bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm sitting there going, man, that thing is bad. I, I gotta, and then I listen to it a little bit. Yeah, I made that, but I'm amazed. I didn't like it when I first made it, but now I love it. Yeah, that right. that happens. I, right. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> and, then you, and then you're like, you know what? How did I do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go through that. And then I'm sitting there going, Man, I got to be crazy <laughs> because I, I swear I didn't like this beat at all, and now I really love it. And then somebody will be sitting in there with me going, man, I like this all right there. I need to buy that. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, dog. I want to keep this now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so when you, when you first made beats and you let somebody listen, your first people you let listen, how was that experience? When you first decided to make one, and then I'm going to share it with somebody. How was that experience? Uh, you know, that's it's actually kind of funny because, um, like, most people like, that I did that with, they were like, oh, damn, this sounds so cool. And then they wanted to know how they could make them themselves. You know, like, how, right. do, I, how, how do I go out and how do I do this? Um, but, yeah, for the most part, yeah, uh, you know. I, I've usually gotten some pretty positive feedback. I like to, you know, and that's the thing too, is I like to keep my, my beats kind of simple, you know? Right. Right. I think that, I think that the most important instrument is the artist that's going to be, you know, that's going to be putting the vocals down on the track. So, right. You know, I mean, I mean, I've heard some really great, like over the top instrumental beats that, that sounds that, that, 
I'm sure that they put like a lot of work into um, and they sound great. And then the artist comes in and is on it and it sounds great too. But then I've heard, I've heard some that like, it just like the, the instrumentals are just way over the top and it just, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you've experienced that. But you, no, no, not really because normally, normally if you pair the artists, it don't, okay, like you go in and let artists listen to the music. And if they're really feeling it, they're going to put out a good project because they're really feeling that beat. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you're not, if you force it on somebody, yeah, you get substandard uh, outcome. But right. if you got somebody that's really like, man, I like, you know, they're going to put it down. And a lot of people, for me, it seems like they're trying to impress me. Talking about, hey, this is a TAZ beat. I got to be right on this. And I'm like, there's something out there. Dude, I'm not Dr. Dre just on it. You know, do what you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, I mean, you know, I'm tripping on it, but everybody kind of like trips like, I got to put it down on this. Especially if I'm going to be on it, then my cousin, whoever's last between us, whoever's last, the last man who's rapping, usually puts it down harder than the guy that did it first. Right, you know, the right, first. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like a competition. I, mean, I talked about <laughs> that with another artist. But seriously, me and my cousin be battling. Oh, well, this is your joint. You know, you're going first. And he be like, yeah, I know I'm going first. And then I got to kill you on the end. And then when I do my beat, uh, you know you're going first, and I got to go first. And then he kills me on the end. So it's a competition thing, but everybody's trying to do their best on the joint, which is the best is the best you can ask for as a beat maker. You want the artist to be on top of their game and actually put out a good song. So yeah, uh, the next song uh, is fractured. Explain that uh, fracture. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the second it's the second song on on that um, on that instrumental the the beat tape that I released, and um, I put it on there because it was one one of my favorite ones that I made. Like I said, it's it's pretty simple. I think it allows a lot of a room for um, an artist to work on there. Um, it just you know it, it it's uh it's got to kind of got get some some you know gangster style uh feel to it so yeah i really liked it so i put it on that album cuz it's one of my favorites here we go
like that too. I like that too. That was ah, funky. Thank you. Yeah, thank that was you. funky. Thank uh, you. The do you when you when you went and you actually put your beats on that site? Did you pair your stuff and like okay, this is like rock. This is like funk. This is like hip hop. Did you category it or you just put all your beats all in one section? Did you do that? You know, that's the front. Yeah, uh, when when uh, when I put it on there, I usually just category it just as hip hop instrumentals. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, maybe you know that you bring up a good question. I never thought of that. You know, maybe uh, you know maybe I should be categorizing it as more funky or you know funk or you know pop. Yeah. Um, you know. Because I. I, I mean, I just ask. Um, when I when I sell mine, I go Z one forty six, whatever number it is. Deal with it. <laughs> deal with it, cat. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I mean, right. <laughs> but some people do category, put it in a category. And I know this one guy. He used to live in uh, Las Vegas. His name is Smitty Beats. He's been on the show. He's made over like two thousand beats at that time, and that's oh. like, uh, and this cat is bad. So he plays keyboards, but he also he makes beats and messes with software too. Uh, the dude puts everything in a category, and like you, he names his songs. I don't really, I don't name my songs until after you know the lyrics are written, and I'll say, this is uh living for the city beat. You understand what I'm saying? Because oh, okay. the, yeah. the words is already there for that beat. But other than that, I don't name them. My man Smitty Beats, he names it where you go to yourself. Like he'll say, uh, romance love. And you listen to the beat and you be going, man, it sounds just like what he said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it kills me to think how someone can name their beat and then you listen to it and go, dang. Sound just like what he named it, and my <laughs> and my friends that listen to his beat said the same thing. Every time he names something, it sounds just like what he named it. I'm like I'm tripping too. So do you ever get that feeling with like okay, like Power Joint, the first one I played. Yes. It sounded like Power. It sounded like there would be some power involved. I mean, do you ever get that where people go, "Yeah, hey, you named that just right," or? How do you go about naming these beats that you make? All right. So, um, so like that power song, um, it reminded me of like an old school, like Nintendo game. Right. 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 And, right. You know, on the, on the old school Nintendo, there was the power button. So you hit the power button to turn on the Nintendo. Right. That, right. That, that just, that just, as I was making it, that just sounded it just it just made sense, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I mean, you know, some people go through a different way. How do you name? Because like I said, I I put a Z. You know, that's me, T A Z, and uh, mm-hmm. and a number Z twenty four, Z two thousand fifteen, Z way out to number two long to even write. You know, something <laughs> like that. I write some craziness on mine. So I just was wondering. Also, 
that makes sense. So I could see where that could be effective because, you know, sometimes if you, if you name a song, cause I've, I've heard that from other people, from other artists, but if you, if you name a song that kind of throws off their creative process a little bit because they already see the song's called power, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. True. But, uh, and one dude, I mean, I named the song. I already had the song out as a beat, as a beat on my beat CD that I released in December. I already had it named as a beat because see, when you go in, like the company that I deal with, which is CD Baby, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me. And then when it was time for me to register the song, they wouldn't let me put Z in a number like Z23. They wouldn't let me name it like that. Okay. It had to have, yeah, it had to have a real, like a real title. So I'm sitting uh-huh. up there looking for titles, and I'm thinking of titles in my head, and I write it down. And that's how I came up with the name for the song. So when dude heard the beat, it was already called something. I forget right now. It was already called something. But he said, do I have to write to that title? Nah, you ain't got to do that. <laughs> man, right. I, did, I named it for that for that particular beat CD that I released. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of ways to do it, man. I, I just was wondering, how do you come up with your titles? or you just? And that was a good inventive way with the power one. I like that. That was kind of cool right there, yeah. Because it did sound like a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you sell many through the through uh, Beat Stars? I haven't sold any. Okay. No, I haven't sold any beats at all. None. Well, hopefully somebody will get with you after this show, or you can play the show back when it goes. <laughs> you know, yeah, you can play the show back or send it to somebody. Let somebody listen, man, because uh, I think uh, – some of your stuff can be used on cartoons, uh, uh, commercials. Uh, I mean, shoot, it's all about making money now. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you want your stuff on every angle or every possibility. And I can see it on cartoons. And that last one, I can see somebody writing a song and maybe add a little guitar on that on that last one. That's oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. And I mean. It don't everything don't have to be a song with lyrics. They can use the beat, like I said, for commercial use, radio use, television, you know. Right. No, and you know, and, and to be fair, to be honest, you know, I didn't start I didn't start with beat stars until about August. Um right. you know, so I've been I've been doing this for a while, but um I didn't jump on putting putting my beats online until about August. So it's only been it's and and I know that there are a million other people out there trying to do this. So it's it's right. It, it, there's a lot of people, and the competition is totally fierce. You know, I, I get that. Um, so you know, just put your like, well. Make sure you put it on more than just one, because there's, you know, there's all kind of platforms online that oh, you yeah, can put yeah. your beats on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, in um, the one, um, the one. Uh, beat tape that I just released, I put it on DistroKid, and I had okay, it, yeah, yeah, I know, know about I, that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I had that put out, um, you know, like DistroKid, CD Baby. There's, I know, there's a whole bunch of those out there. So right, you know, right now I'm just trying to kind of, you know, build my build my craft, get as 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 gooder as I can be, 
you know, and just try to get as many people as I can to, to hear me. And, and, and even collaborating. I, I've collaborated with a couple of uh, uh, other producers out there. Right, um, right. You know, I've given away free beats to some artists. Yeah. Uh, just saying, hey, you know what, I, 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 love, I love the way what you're doing. You know, he, here's a beat that I think that you would kill. This yeah. Is yours, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, and that you got to do because – there's like D- DJ Jazzy Jeff said, uh, you're never going to be able to sell all the music that you make. Keep creating, keep creating, and there's some you're going to sell, and the rest give away. Uh, and he said, yeah, you you got to release it, give it away. I watched him make an album in seven days. Uh, he filmed it on Facebook Live. And every day I would catch when he recorded, because I was following him. Every day I would catch when he recorded this album, all the all the songs. They recorded the vocals, they recorded the music, they had downtime in between, talked a little shit in the middle, and came back to the music. And me and my cousin, my cousin makes beats too. So me and my cousin was catching this every day, and we were amazed at the process and the creativity, and I was like, I told my cousin, but you know, that ain't nothing for me, because I used to go to Virginia yearly, and with my friend that I was in the army with, and I already sent him a pre-CD, so he'll know how the song should go, but he was singing it, he was singing on all the the different joints, and we do 24 songs in three days, so... Damn, wow. So, I mean, I did that for nine years in a row. Wow, that's amazing. And, and, and we still even had time to go to the club, go play putt-putt, <laughs> talk noise, go to, the, go to the restaurant. Back to the – and I set up a mock studio in the hotel room where I was staying, and we hit it. we do about three, four songs, knock out – you know, first day through about four songs. The Saturday, do at least ten. And then Sunday come, we got ten more to go or nine more to go. Man, I think Taz, I think I think you and I need to collaborate on something. I, I would, I mean, if you if you have the time, I yeah love, yeah, I'd love to collaborate with you on a on a on a couple of beats. That would that'd be that'd be fun. Yeah, let, let's do that, man. For real, <laughs> for real, let's do that and uh and do the fifty percent thing. You get half, I get half, and we put sure. it out on CD, baby, and call it a day. Yeah, sounds, yeah, let's yeah do, sounds good. Uh, sounds history. Good. History making on the radio show where people <laughs> listen right now. They tripping. Don't worry. By next year, we'll do this thing. And I, I'm writing this name down for real, for real, so we can do something. And I'll try to get my cousin on a couple of things, too. Hey, that sounds yeah. good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the next song and the last one is Sex Box City. And, uh, and you can see why I saved that for last because of the title. Yeah, it, it's not it, – it, <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> so for this one, um, you know, I love it. Like uh, like I was talking about before, I, I love um, albums where they put skits in, you know, commercial yeah. commercial interludes, skits, right. things like that that are funny. You know, like what like NWA used to do. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, I, I wanted to do something with my with my beat tape. 
to kind of just like break up, you know, the beats. And I made a beat that I thought sounded like uh, similar to what was like in the background of like a porno uh, scene. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, this is way too cheesy. Um, <laughs> so, so I wrote, I wrote it to be like a commercial and I got a radio announcer uh, to do, to do like the, the voice. Uh, and I thought it would be funny just to kind of put it as like a kind of a commercial interlude in the album, just to kind of break things up and maybe make some people laugh. Yo, so okay, I, this, <laughs> yeah. this, this is sex by city. It's kind of vulgar too. So it, it's know. all good. All it's right. all good. This, this is the radio. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Greetings. Are you socially awkward? Do you have trouble communicating with members of the opposite sex? Are you one of those involuntary celibate douchebags? Or are you just some fucking perverted weirdo? If the answer is yes, then I have the place for you. Sexbot City. My name is Dr. Arthur Von Nutstein, founder of Sexbot City, where we have thousands of sexbots ready to fulfill any sexual fantasy your filthy, fucking, perverted, degenerate mind can conceive. We have everything. Female sex bots, male sex bots, she-male sex bots, non-binary sex bots, binary coding sex bots. Ever wanted to fuck a tranny? As in, like a car transmission? You can do that right here at Sexbot City. Sexbot City prides itself on top-of-the-line quality. All cavities are regularly tightened and lubed to perfection. All units are tested to ensure proper hardness and girth. All vibrating functions are maintained daily. This week, we have a special 50% off discount where you can rent a sex bot that will perform oral sex on you and fart in your face at the same time. Sexbot City. I, Dr. Arthur Von Nutstein, give you my personal guarantee of the highest quality fucking experience or your credits back. How do I know how good our sex bots are? <laughs> I invented them. I've been with them. And I'm one of them. No, seriously. You can rent me. I come equipped with multiple lubed cavities and a gigantic golden vibrating power schlong. So come on down to Sexbot City and go fucking nuts, you fucking weirdo. Yo! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo! Hey, 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 I'm going to tell you one thing. Uh, besides the cussing and everything, your voice sound like the dude on the commercial. Hell, was that you? No, that was no, that was not me. No. Oh, well, that voice sound <laughs> so like I'm like, damn, that's so clean right there. I <laughs> I love I love the idea though. The idea is cool. That was cool. Thank you. Thank that was cool. Thank you. Thank you. Crazy as hell, but that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give your information so people can hit you up. Uh. People can listen to the music. People can go to the website or your uh, Facebook page and hit you up. 
All right, so uh, my website is www.biglethalinjections.com, and that's B-I-G-L-E-T-H-A-L injections.com. My Instagram is lethal, L-E-T-H-A-L-N-J-E-C-T-I-O-N-S. I couldn't get lethal injections. Somebody already had it. So right, I, right. I had to eliminate the I from injections. So it's lethal N injections. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, lethal injections at Twitter. It's the same thing. Um, if you want to email me, it's biglethalinjections at gmail.com. Well, sir, uh, I thank you for coming on the show. And calling in to my number so we can uh, get the get the sound a lot better, a lot gooder. Hey, and I thank I thank you. No, thank you for having me on. This has been this has been fantastic, and uh, this this has been amazing, sir. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I I love music, and I listen to music continuously, and I do music. And plus, I used to DJ too back in the day. Um, oh. I'm kind. I'm kind of old, so uh, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. So I love music, and I I love uh, people that create something totally different from nothing, and come up with a substance that I'm going, wow, how did they come up and make that? You know, and, and, yes. and, and that last song was like, wow, how did you come up <laughs> and make that one? So. Thank you again. I'm going to have to stay on the line. I'm going to play uh, another song while I'm waiting for the other guests to call in. Uh, ICC, Independent Creators Connection. Uh, The comic book page is on Facebook, and I do comic books. So, yeah, we're getting ready to talk some comics once these folks call in. Thank you again. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. This next song is Gene Gray, underground rap artist. You, me, and everyone we know. Until the folks call in.
one Like I just did the home base run Without winning any bases though All basic reasoning out the window Ron Brown shit, Eric Sermon style Like I got kicked off a cloud, Method Man 95 Rap references because you get them all You even get that I should have said it was 94 Hard place when you wanna still rock to it Living in my glass house, steady throwing rocks through it Oh, I never stop feeling the love for you I just stop being the one for you I think too much Overanalyzing everything sucks I'm over overdramatizing everything But you're never on the level I'm on Unless we're cutting Lusting, we never argued when thrusting But then, after all, it just turns to dust, brother Swear I never love another if this really worked out But this is just like watching fitness infomercials from the couch Ouch, I know you're lazy. It's easier to pick a partner less crazy. Much less work, less purpose, less of A to Z. Cause I'm an alpha. Bet it's hard to stay with me. Heart palpitations do still occur though. You and me some Merlot. Situation blur so much. I'll be thinking that this shit could actually work again. Just even nice to have you back in my world as my friend. Hey, sometimes I gotta say it simply. Why? Cause sometimes things are simple. We make it complicated for the whim be. Cause otherwise we just be faced with all our N-words Inner child, inner space, inner monologue We exchange intercourse without a dialogue Introduce intimate ways to turn our fire off The thing in us that seeks the spark light higher More. I still adore you But you adore me theoretically So now I gotta shut the door on you So I can find out who is next for me Repeat after me. You and me and everyone we know. That's you and me and everyone we know. That's you and me and everyone we know. That's you and me and everyone we know. You and me and everyone we know. That's you and me and everyone we know. You and me and everyone we know. That's you and me and everyone we know. That's you and me and everyone we know. Talk Radio. I have in the house 
352 area code, 352 area code, and also 256 area code. I don't know who y'all are until y'all say hello. What's up? What's up? (laughs) This is me, man. It's James. What's up, James? Not too much fast. What's up, Ray? What's What's up? What's going on, man? Not much. Not much, man. Uh, Hey, look, this coronas has got us jacked up, dog. We can't go no nowhere. Yeah. We can't make no movement. We we can't sell no comic books. What is up? <laughs> I guess it it's giving us a chance to get a head start on some projects we're working on. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff knocked out since then. So <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lot of that going on. <laughs> How you been doing, James? Yeah. Just hanging in, man. You know I work at a hospital, so I'm not, you know, I'm not really feeling this thing because I've been seeing some crazy stuff. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, okay, uh, Raymond, uh, tell tell the people what you got going on besides Fierce. You've been killing. I've been seeing uh, some of the uh, pictures of Fierce, but uh, other stuff that you got going on because I know you got – 900 things in the fire. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, like you said, besides Fierce, you know, we're, Fierce is in production right now, but, um, you know, the website is, um, is has been launched, and, um, you know, it's being updated daily, and, um, you know, of course, you know, you know, we got Shakedown and stuff cooking, um, Street Sweepers, Vicious Cycles, you know, Swag Patrol, so, you know, and some top secret projects that, you know, that you know about that we can't reveal just yet. But, um, right. you know, it's, it's a right, lot right, going right. on, and, you know, we got a lot of shows, you know, we we can't announce right now because, like you said, because of all this going on, some of them are being pushed back and they're changing dates. So once all of this is over, we got some big convention news we want to announce too. So, but, um, we we just gotta wait until everything calms down. So <laughs> I got a I got another caller on the line three four seven. Raymond and James hey. Bethel is on the line. Hi. Who's three four seven? What's up? How you doing, doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. Cool, cool. Uh, James, what do you got going on, man? I know you. I know some of it, but I don't know all of it. And then well, we'll hit Alex because you got to remind me because Alex will take the whole show. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm working on the Dominators issue one. This is the first time the um, whole team is going to be together. Um, me, you. Um, and Raymond are working on Captain Jamaica one. That's gonna that's pushed to the back burner right now, but it will be coming out soon. Um, Real Entertainment yeah. Showcase. Um, a couple of my characters are involved in that storyline. Um, Steel Jaguar. Um, we got issue one of that going on right now. Um, it's at Kablam. Just waiting on the link, but the book has been done. That's by Terrence Baker, myself, and the colorist was um, Michael uh, Michael Armstrong. So yeah, I got right. a few things.
Yeah, you do. You almost sound like Alex. Now, here we go. Alex, I'm sitting down. Go on and <laughs> spill off all the stuff you're doing, cat. And matter of fact, <laughs> say what you do and all that. I want everybody to give an introduction on what they do and everything. I'll start with Alex. Go on, Alex. Well, well first of all, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Um, also, the audio sounds a little choppy. Am I the only one hearing it choppy? Yeah, it is. You know what we're going to do? I'm going to play a song, and y'all all call me, and I'll put y'all on the conference call, and then we all be good. I had to do that the last okay. time. I don't know what's going on. Bad weather in between yeah, exactly. the states, and Corona is infecting the lines, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just, just going to play a song by somebody, and then we'll merge all these calls together. I'll hit y'all up. Okay, okay. Y'all ought to know my number. Just call me so I can get you. Okay. All, all right. right. Here we go. Call your cell phone tab or the number you call your phone? Yeah, the cell phone. Okay. is on the line. We got James Bethel. We got Terrence Baker. We got Raymond Sanders. Alex Fernandez. Wait a minute. I didn't say it right. Alex Fernandez on the line. <laughs> is it, hey, is the audio a lot better now? The phone call a lot better? Oh, way better. Yeah, it's a lot gooder. We doing good. And, and you also got Dietria Baker on the phone, too. Oh, what's up? Hey, What's up? Hey, hey, family. Hey, family. Hey, how you doing? All right. Okay, uh, we were going with Alex to 
introduce what he do and all the fires and everything he got. It might take, like I said, a whole hour for him to say what he got going on. <laughs> Here we go. You guys always <laughs> choke on me, man. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, a, I'm an independent filmmaker. <laughs> and I make, you know, I have a web series and uh, short films. So uh, I have a sci-fi web, uh, a superhero web series called Body Jumpers Resurrection. And I have a vampire web series called Alex Fantasy is Gone. And I also have comic books. Uh, based on the shows, which uh, Terrence Dick is actually one of the artists for the Body Jumpers. Uh, he handles the Body Jumpers comic books. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. Cool, yeah, cool. They didn't take that long. Yeah, he shortened it up, y'all. Uh, Terrence Baker. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go through every. We're gonna go through everybody since the connection was bad the first go round, yeah. and we couldn't really hear. But we'll go through everybody, Terrence. Say what you do and what you got going on, bro. Hello, everyone. My name is Terrence Baker, and I am a comic book artist. Uh, I've been drawing since I can hold a pencil as a kid. Um, I also do a little photography and also created a little group called ICC. And uh, I met each one of you guys pretty much uh, with your cousin James through the group, and I'm glad to be a part of all of you. And let me let you introduce uh, Dietrich Baker, too. Okay, well, hello everyone. It's Beatria Baker. Um, I am Mrs. Terrence Baker. I am a cosplayer and an actress, and I actually just was in New York City where I had the opportunity to work with Alex Fernandez. So, wow. That's me. Small world. <laughs> Small world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, next, James. Go on and sure. say what you do and what's going on with you. Well, basically, James Russell, comic book artist, um, martial artist. Um, what else we do? We do a lot of things, Dad. I mean, but <laughs> it's, <about> the same. <laughs> it's this comic book thing. So um, I'm a part of B Brothers Comics with um, Terrence Baker because we are together and we also do our own thing. And we have numerous projects out there. Um, we just got through, like I said before, the audio was messed up with um, our first rendition of Steel Jaguar. By, um, the story was done by me, artwork done by Terrence, and the colorist was um, Michael Armstrong. And the book um, is sort of on the dark side. It looks awesome, though. Uh, hopefully we'll get the link soon. Cool. And last but not least, Raymond Sanders. Explain all the stuff you get. Yeah, you got a booklet too, dog. So go. On. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I said, I'm Raymond Sanders of um, Fantasy Art Comics. I'm one of the um, six current creators, and um, you know, along with Taz, Clement, my brother Anthony, Ruben, and Gabriel Smith, and um, you know, we got some young talent coming in with my son and a few others that we'll talk about that later on. But um. You know, we got um, the website just launched recently, and um, you know, Swag Patrol is running big right now. Since we released the first trade, and um, you know, we got Vicious Cycle, Street Sweepers, and I know I'm forgetting some stuff, but you know, we'll reveal a lot of that later on too. So we we just got a lot cooking right now. And Taz, you know, we got some top secret stuff that we're working on, but um, that's the short rundown of it. Terrence and Deetra, your your son draws too? Because I've seen some of that online. I've seen him 
sitting at the art table. Am I wrong or am I tripping? You're wrong. That's Mr. Fernandez's son. That's yeah, Alex's no, son. Okay, because I knew <laughs> I seen somebody's son. I, okay, I, but I, I'm glad I corrected myself. Am I wrong or am I tripping? I was tripping. I, I, okay. I thought about trying to recruit him, but I said, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the next body jumpers comic book artist yeah, right there. Yeah, it looks dope when I seen it. I was like, whoa. Well, that's all right right there. So uh, what encouraged him to do that, Alex? You? Well, that's what he, no, no, not, not me at all. <laughs> he, wanted, he wants to be an artist. He likes to draw. And uh, like about three years ago, he just started, one day he just picked up a pad and just started drawing. And that's what he wants to be. So he, he majors in art in high school and stuff like that. So, wow. you know, we just help him along, get him his tools and stuff to help him, you know, grow. But that's that's what he wants to do. That's that's his dream, so it's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys uh, creatively, because I know the question. I ought to know the answer, but nobody else know the answer. Do y'all ever, like, flatline and say, I ain't got nothing? Because every time I see y'all brothers, y'all got something. But I'm just, you know, I'm asking just to be asked. <laughs> Starting with uh, starting with Alex. Um, there, there's times that I have that I have nothing, that I'm just blank. Um, so usually things come to me like I just be sitting down and an idea comes to me, or I'll just you know, talking crap with my friends, and an idea will come out, and then I'm I'm, I'm up and rolling. But there's times that I, I have absolutely nothing. I'm just blank. But I don't push. Wow. Anything. I don't have anything. I just don't have anything. Uh. The bakers. I know y'all. Between all of y'all, somebody got something. <laughs> uh, well, me, uh, Terrence. No, I never. I never uh, have a blank because I got so many stories I want to tell, and I'm in the mindset right now. It's just not enough time, you know, on the planet to uh, get all these stories told. I've been, you know, I created so much, so many characters when I was in uh, middle school, high school, and I still have. So much to tell. It's just to me, it's just not enough time in the day. I'll let Mrs. Baker see what she has to say. Um, I don't really flatline because there's so many characters to cosplay and if there's not anything um out in the universe, I can always look at Mr. Baker's work and he has a lot of characters. That's right. Or characters from I C C so there's always something to cosplay. Always. Right. Are you, uh, what got you into that? Since I'm talking to you directly about cosplay, I have never talked to anyone on my radio show about it. What got you interested in doing that? Well, it started with Mr. Baker and Pink Hammer. So he created Pink Hammer, kind of um, modeled her after me. And then he came to me about cosplaying her. Now, I really wasn't with it at first. It was like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and, you know, he just kind of, he just kept talking about it. He got me the costume. I tried it on. And ironically, the very first time I cosplayed Pink Hammer was at Megacon. And, you know, that's major. And it went over so well. So from that point, I was a little bit hooked. So that's what got me right. into it. <laughs> and that, did that get you into the acting as well? Um, 
a little bit, but Alex Fernandez is probably responsible, more responsible for that part. So <laughs> that's right, Alex the man. Yes, <laughs> Agent Dar in body jumpers. So I, yeah, I think James named them high maintenance at the ICC. Right, we're oh, saying his name wrong. It's Alex Fernandez. <laughs> uh, James Baker. I mean, not James Baker, James Bethel. I, I, I'm getting all mixed up because of the B&B comics. Uh, do you ever have a flat line on what you're writing or creating? Man, all the time. But I got a business partner that's out of this world. I call him and say, hey, man, I got writer's block going on. X, Y, Z, like, man, come on now, James. Get, get it together. <laughs> and anyway, we know who it is. <laughs> I get more sex from James Bethel than anybody in the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got ideas. Did you write it down? No, I'm calling you now while it's on my mind. <laughs> uh, Raymond, do you have a, ever have a flat line on the on the creativity? Well, kind of like what James said. You know, like I I get stuck on a. Uh, on the issue or something that I'm working on, but you know, that's the good thing about having a team, you know, I can call up Ruben, call up Gabe or my brother or Clement or Utah's and be like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this part of the story. Like what y'all think. And, you know, we, we'll come up with a whole new storyline just from that one conversation. So, you know, um, you know, I think that's the best thing about having a team. If you get stuck on something, you can pick up the phone and, you know, somebody have an idea that it kind of kickstarts you and get you back going again. And one thing that uh, we do, uh, fantasy art do, we we have uh, like conference calls once a month. We try to get them in once a month. Do anybody else that's on the line actually go through that same thing just to spit out the little creativity and what's going on amongst the amongst the people that you work with? Are you starting with uh? Go on. Uh, well, I noticed that I'm the only one that said that I, you know, I'm blank sometimes. <laughs> you know, you guys say, well, I just call somebody and then I get, you know, ideas or whatever. I work it out. The thing is, for me, I don't have anybody to call. I do everything by myself. I don't have a crew, so when I shoot my shows, it's just me. Um, I do everything by myself, so I can only call myself. Well, well, that's why I'm the only one that draws blank. I'm gonna say it right here, Alex. You can call me, brother, because I'm never blank. I'm always thinking about something. <laughs> I'm always writing something. So you could call me, brother. You need some help. I, I'll, I'll try to point you in the best direction I can. Anybody that goes for everybody on the line. Y'all need some help. I'm always. Hey, I'm retired, cat. I'm here. <laughs> Just get a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> no, like retired. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Retired very much. <laughs> ain't doing, ain't doing nothing. Ain't doing nothing else. Okay, don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. The ICC. Let's let's talk about the ICC, which is amazing in itself for me because I remember. I joined when it was about eh, 30, close to 40 people. Yes, and, and I think it was uh, 
Raina told me about it, if I'm not mistaken. I am I'm years old too. Uh <laughs> Raymond I think Raymond told me about it, then we got in there and we started talking to a lot of the people because when it was a smaller group you had more you know, you could do more interaction. Uh, talk, yeah, more interaction with everybody in there. But now this thing has blown up into a continent. <laughs> uh, 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 Terrence, tell us about the ICC. Well, what can I say? I mean, it's a blessing, first of all, to have uh, so many talented people in there, you know, especially you guys, because you guys, you guys are what I call, you know, the original, like, crew, the posse, and, you know, y'all was there at the cons and all that, so mad love and respect for y'all always. It's good to have, uh, you know, the technical people in there, like Pam Harrison. She runs the website. She got the book out, you know, ICC Magazine and all that, and Bill and uh, a few other people that, you know, work with that. So that's a blessing. I mean, I can't do it all myself, man, and I'm just so thankful that it has uh, became what it has become. So to me, that's a true blessing. That's, that's farther than I ever thought it would go. So I'm very grateful for knowing all of you guys that, you know, make it just a, even if you do a small part, you know, just being there is great for me. And also, uh, talk about the magazine that became, you know, of it, you know, from the room. Yeah, the magazine, ICC Magazine, uh, first one was published, I believe, January 2018. Uh, Pam Harrison, Winston, Bill, Jerry, they all had a huge hands of getting that done. Uh, then they raised, they had an actual Kickstarter, and, you know, that got funded. And initially, it was distributed by Diamond Distributors. Um, so, you know, it's been sold um, all throughout the U.S., um, print on demand, a whole bunch of technical stuff I don't know, you know, Pam's the guru on that. But, you know, they made it happen, man, you know, and a lot of great people like you guys make it happen, you know. So I'm I'm just blessed, man, and I, I'm grateful for that always. Um, while I'm remembering, because like I said, I am old. While I'm remembering, me and uh, Raymond wanted to know, uh, Terrence, when are you going to do another con, brother? <laughs> we, had talked about, we talked about that one day. We was like, I said, you know what? The only way to ask Terrence is on the show. We'll yeah. corner him on the show. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. The honest question, the honest answer is, you know, we did them three years straight, 2015, 16, and 17. Mm-hmm. And I put a lot of money out of my pocket, you know, financially. Yeah. I mean, a lot of money. And uh, I have no plans to do any more because I see everybody's doing everything um, grateful and doing great themselves. So right now I have no plans to do that. I know everybody's busy. I think people are more busy this year than they have been in the past two years, you know. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for what we had. And, but, you know, I know some people say never say never. But at this moment, as I did on your last show, I don't have any plans for any more right now. I'm still trying to get my comic book done. I've been trying to get Pink Camera out <laughs> for like three years, man, number three. And yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I've been I, waiting. I, 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 I got pages done, and then I'll start doing something else and I'm finished. So let me just finish that first, and then we'll go from there. Yes, sir. Just had a brainstorm, bro. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> just ask New Arts Festival. If they can make it, you got space. <laughs> True. Yeah, well, like I say, we'll keep everybody informed. We'll see. <laughs> well, see, uh, the thing about it, I think this year is going to be really messed up with this uh, virus that's out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're kind of on lockdown in Texas. we kind of on lockdown. And uh, I talked to people in California. I got friends all over. And they said uh, the National Guard is coming out in two days. 
Yeah, everything didn't count. More than we're on now. Like I say, it's an unprecedented event, man. So. Yeah, so next year we're really going to be busy if it's over with. <laughs> I, I can see right. that already. <laughs> and probably there's going to be a lot of new ideas getting written written up during this hiatus, I would assume. Uh, I always wanted to ask, Alex, when you're out there filming, does it, I mean, do do you have your certain actors and actresses that actually come in polished and be like, boom, 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 and everything is easy? Or do you go through some things? You don't have to um, say no names. No, no. <laughs> it's, 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 a mix, it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of both. Um, it's a mixture of both. So do you go by the script that you wrote, or do sometimes do y'all freelance? No, well, I'm not. I'm not anal about the script. So I usually tell the actors because sometimes they want to say it a different way, which is fine for me. Right, right. Um, I just tell them, just give me the gist of what I'm, you know, of what I'm putting on the paper. It's right, right, right. Word for word, but just give me the gist of that. Okay, and, cool. Yeah, and sometimes an actor comes and they have a better idea of what I wrote, and they say, "Well, I came up with this idea," and I said, "Holy crap! That you know what? That's better. Let's do that." So, um, yeah, the script is just a guideline. I don't, I don't, you know, live by it. I just. Right in, and then from there we work everything out on the on the set. Because sometimes you write stuff on paper, it doesn't work when you go shoot it, and then, uh, or you may shoot it, and then when you go edit, it doesn't work. And then so you know it every it, it it continues to evolve until you have a finished product. It's, it's like snake; you just keep molding it, molding it, molding it, and then until you get it the way you want. Cool. Well, okay then. Yeah, you can call me then because uh, you'll work with me. <laughs> you can call me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see this dude strict. You know what I'm saying? He got a crack the nah, whip. I'm like, nah. Uh. nah I, I think I always have an environment where the actors can come and they could create and just have a good time. I mean, if it feels like work, I definitely don't want to do it. So I, I like to see a lot of laughs and stuff like that in between takes. Right. And then we just say, actually, we do it, and then we say cut, and then we laugh some more. Uh, so right. it, can I interject uh, something real quick? Uh, sure. Can I interject something real quick? So, Vitria, yes, you know, she was in New York a couple of weeks ago. You know, from, we're from Florida, and they were filming, you know, a new episode, and, uh, you know, it was like 30 degrees out there. So, Alex showed me, I think, or Vitria showed me, there was some behind the scene footage. So, after Vitria took her coat off, man, she had a costume on. She was jumping up and down trying to stay warm. I'm like, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw some behind the scenes. I'm like, wow. Yes, it's a process. It was fun, but yes, it was freezing. It was definitely cold. Uh, but, hey, that's acting. I mean, you can't only act in the summer, you know. You could, you got to act in all kinds of weather. <laughs> right, right, yes. right. I went yes. to the warmer, too. I was, I was cold, too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a coat on. <laughs> uh, hey, any of y'all got any questions for each other because we all we do this once a year and uh I know we all don't interact at the same time so any of y'all got questions for one another I mean well I um you know I was I was just going to say something about like what Terrence was saying about the shows and all that you know being so busy you know I'm with you Terrence like I've been 
Like Fierce Two is, you know, a couple of years overdue too. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I've been um and the funny thing is the past couple of days I've been redrawing pages that yeah. um that we had planned out. So, you know, and you know, we want to make it a better book. So we didn't you know, I was looking at the pages and I'm like, Man, well, I'm gonna redraw this so I understand how it is. You get tied up with so many different things, and it's like, because I think y'all just moved recently too, and I had that about a year and a half ago. So it was like yeah. moving, trying to get books done, and then playing conventions. So it it can be a lot at one time sometimes. So I, I understand what you're going through. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, respect. I know we all we all got stuff going on, you know, and. Uh... I'd be looking for, like, when y'all post links and stuff so I can get that book, you know, because I got what I call we're the, uh, some of the original members, and we got that, that basis, you know, that foundation. So I think we're going to always do that for each other, and that's, right. that's something to be thankful for. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I've got to... tell you one thing. I saw, Baker, you did that. You started a new sh- show on YouTube, right? Oh, yeah, Artist Baker, a new channel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I watched your first episode, and I wa- and I saw the pages for the Jaguar book. It looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, thank awesome. you so much. Yeah. Thank you. It, we got that thing done in no time. Awesome, you know? James hired me. Uh, like I said, at the beginning of January, we had that book done within a month, literally. And then Michael Johnson was covering it. So, and you know, I know we got a lot of stuff to still do, but yeah, when when you put your mind to it, your heart to it, you can get it done, man. So yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. You guys do and, and a lot of way, Alex, By the way, Alex, I saw, what was it, the Sasha, that uh, episode? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Show, that oh, was yeah. pretty cool. I really liked that, man. That was nice, you know? It had a lot yeah. of, uh, what's his name was in it, too? Law was in it, right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was pretty cool, so right back at you. <laughs> Mark came up from Atlanta uh, to shoot that. Oh, oh wow! It's pretty cool, man. It was pretty nice. It was I like it because it's something different. I didn't have to sit there and do you know visual effects and all that. I was able just to tell a story, and so I that's why I like it because it's just different from body jumpers. That's what I'm doing. So right. Pretty cool. And that's what I'm saying. I th- I think we're all getting better at what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. the crowd. I think we're all improving. I agree, man. Um, James, uh, this this is a question I got for you. What possessed you to make to ask me to write uh, Captain Jamaica? <laughs> that's that's a question I've been wanting to ask for a minute. Well, before I answer your question, I'm gonna ask you a question. Yes, sir. <laughs> you enjoy writing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I got some more ideas in the back of my head for three and four. <laughs> so, uh, like me, I still do stuff a little backwards. I don't really do a script. It's all in my head, and I just start drawing, which you shouldn't do. Um, <clears throat> so I did get somebody to type what was in my head, and then I, then I said to you, I said, well, Taz will tweak it. I know you got it. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I asked him. I called him. I said, look, man, I ain't never did this like this. He said, well, just go on. He sound like my cousin. Go on. You got it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And I, I put it down for him, but I was like, man, come on now. I don't know if you're going to like it this way. But so, yeah. you know what, though, Taz, James? It's it's fun sometimes. This is actually very interesting to have somebody else write your character and see what they can do with it. I think it's like the flip side of it. Like, wow, that's cool, because I wouldn't have thought of that, you know? So I think that's that's a good thing to have. Yeah. I, I heard that from Raymond when uh, Raymond was saying, 
Taz and have you draw on some other stuff you never really thought about before. Yeah, see I'm you know, I'm you know, I've always considered myself an artist first, so you know, like James said, you know, I've had the ideas in my head but, you know, putting it on paper, you know, I I'd be forgetting stuff and leaving out important parts of the story and I'm like, Look, let me get somebody to write this so that's helped me a ton and I think it makes you a better artist too. So like, right. I, I don't write anything anymore. I'll give you the idea, but, you know, hey, as far as working out the story, I let somebody else handle that now. <laughs> you know, well, Trudeau, when, you, when you start drawing outside the box or outside your normal, speaking for, as an artist, it, I think it makes you better. You're drawing right. something different, you know. Right, exactly. Because you get comfortable with certain things as an artist. You know, I used to hate drawing vehicles <laughs> and animals and stuff, so I would avoid it. But, you know, when you got to follow a script that somebody wrote, you're like, okay, wait a minute. I got to start drawing this stuff and get, you know, and you right. know, it force you to do things that, you know, you normally don't do, which is a good thing. Well, uh, well that's, that, that makes me think of a question for any of you guys who are artists. Is there a time that you ever get a script? Have you ever had to say, well, I can't draw that? Or you just, you know, you just tighten up and you just get it done? Or do you nope, I've never had that problem. I could draw it. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't had that. I haven't had that issue yet either. <laughs> I have weaknesses because I can't do vehicles or women well, but I'm getting better. Who said that? Who said that? James. James, <laughs> James being shot, he could draw anything yeah, he wants. He be yeah, teaching he people how to draw stuff at cons, man. <laughs> they come up, they come up to the, the booth and they say, "I can't draw this." James say, "Yeah, you can. You can draw it." And he just starts teaching them how to draw right there on the spot. Yeah. So he's very humble. I, I, uh, I, still, I still have a seraphim done, done by James that he did for me at the ICC con. So I believe ICC con too. Well, Alex, everybody in here professional. They can draw, and uh, folks can come up with ideas in a drop of a hat <laughs> it, on this line, all these folks in here. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Raymond, uh, when the story that you gave me about the suits, uh, I got 20 more pages, Brian. It's done. <laughs> See? It's, it's over. It's over. I, I already got the ending and everything. And so I just wanted to let you know that it's going to be over. <laughs> well, and, and for the people on the line who don't know, like, that was just a story. This is one of these things I was sketching in a sketchbook and kind of came up with the idea for these suits. And I'm like, well, that might be a interesting story and I kind of told it to Taz and he just started writing it so <laughs> yeah it's that, over with <laughs> yeah, that's a project that you know you know a future project but I mean like I couldn't have thought of that story I just had the basic outline and he just created characters and backstories and I was like man like I would have never thought of that <laughs> uh, uh, the uh the the things that you guys you guys always have like twenty different things you're doing at the same time. Do you find that hard, or do you or do you like say I'm going to do this one project, boom, I'm on the next project, boom, I'm done. But it seems to me, just talking to you, you have like about eight or nine different projects going on at the same time, and I'm amazed at how you guys can pull this off. Uh, does it ever become hard or? Do you ever say to yourself, maybe I need to change my workflow and do it this way, you know, just one at a time and knock them down? 
Uh, starting with Terrence, because I know he got about 80. And then we'll go to Alex. He got about 90. Yeah, we'll work our way down. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, I used to be that way, but over the last few years, you know, you, you realize you get, you're only human. You can't, you can't successfully juggle that many projects at one time. So probably I'll say for the last two years, maybe three, I've, all, I've limited myself down to not working on more than two projects at one time. You know, I used to do like three, four stuff, trying to, but no more. I only do one. And in 2020, starting this year, I'm, 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 I said I only do one. I mean, I used to only do like two. But now I try to get one project done at one time. I think that's why we finished still Jaguar so fast because I wasn't doing anything else at that time. And uh, right. that's my that's my uh, my what do I want to say? How do you say it? my goal is to just do one project at a time from here out. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Alex. Yes, sir. I do the same thing. I do just one project at a time. Though it feels like I'm doing many projects at a time, I actually just do uh, one episode or one short film at a time. So I just focus on that. Even though I may have an idea for, for the next one, I'll just write down the ideas. But I usually just focus on on the project that I'm working on. So if I'm working on Body Jumpers episode, then I'm, that's what I'm working on. Once I finish that, then I'm doing a Dawn episode. Then I'm doing a Silent Stories. So it just feels See? like I'm doing See? a lot because I have different shows. <laughs> but I, I just want to try to <laughs> Cat. See, that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That right there. That right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, James. Yes, sir. The, do you juggle a lot or do you finish one at a time or you just live with doing three or four at a time? Um, Terrence knows this about me. What I, I, I tell Terrence, I try to do a page a day when I'm on a project. So if I got 24 pages in 24 days, that book should be done. That's a good. That's a good method right there. Does it work? Does it work like that for you though? Um, when I'm motivated, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think you know. Um, like I was kind of like Terrence too, like in the beginning, you know, I was trying to do four and five different titles. And I think when you get started out, you know, you have this, you have so many characters and so many ideas and, you know, you want to build your comic book universe. So you're like, okay, well, you know, for me, I was like, I'm going to do fearsome, do IPF, I'm going to do Avengers. Like if I got to draw them all, I'll do them all. And, you know, like those first couple of years, like I, I was burning myself out and, um, and, you know, I never wanted to have to draw all the books because I wanted all the books to have a unique look. So, you know, when I start, when I met you, Taz, when I met Ruben and met Gabe and, you know, then we kind of formed the universe with the characters we had created. So um, that that's worked out so much better for me. Deidre, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the acting or the cosplay, which one do you like better? Um, I like them both. I only get to do the acting every so often. So the cosplay is, is what I focus on mainly. Um, but yeah, I like them both. I, I told Terrence now we, we both have to go to New York once all of this craziness is over. Um, but yeah, I, I like both of them. <laughs> but the cosplay takes precedence because that's what I can do all the time. Right. Uh, do you... 
do you make do you make a lot of your costumes? Interestingly enough, we are working with a seamstress now who is doing um, custom-made costumes. So my next one will be a Nubia that I, I will be debuting at some point in the future now that all the cons are canceled. so <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. I, you know, um, being a comic book author, I, I always love to see the cosplayers and um, – and I'm glad and privileged to know a few through uh, going to uh, the ICC cons and right. uh, be- became friends with long life friends with a lot of them. And mm-hmm. every now and then in the group that I'm in, there's a there's a sports group I'm I'm in. I always post some of the cosplay pictures that I see and I share with the other group that I'm in, and they were like, "Black people do this." And you know they were right. tripping, <laughs> like yes. <laughs> oh well, oh let me blow your mind because I'm fixing to post a whole lot of black people that do this. Oh it's yeah, a, it's a lifestyle, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any, any, anybody else got a, any questions for anybody? I have a question, but I do have a, a challenge for each of us. Something I've been thinking about ever since we got on this call. All right, okay. So this is the uh, this is Terrence talking. So it's the beginning of twenty twenty. Well, it's first quarter anyway. Each of us has a character. What I would like to see from this base, and I'm not talking about this month, next month, the summer, but maybe around I don't know, Christmas time, somewhere near Thanksgiving time, is if we can't have it done, but let's at least start on a book, a comic book with all of our characters. I mean, look at it, we got plenty of characters. Let's just put one character in a book. Some of us got to write it, some of us got to draw it, and then we got to decide how it's going to be printed. I know Alex has Amazon, I got Indie Planet, James got Indie Planet, the rest of y'all got Indie Planet, I believe. So we have to decide who would be able to print it, first of all. But it's just a challenge I have. Somebody come up with this awesome story, or you can write it together. I want to do it. We got numerous artists here, artists here, and let's just get a book done. Something unique, you know? We got to call it something. I see a lot of other people doing it, we've all done it individually. We've teamed up with other people, but I don't think collectively we've done it together. I think it would be a great book. That's what I'm saying. It could be a one-shot. All okay, um, together and do, something. do you want one do you want book or two books? <laughs> I say one. Let's just hey, do one. Cause I, or, look, look t- uh, Taz only writes in a, in a lot, in bulk. Uh, I'm just letting y'all know. I mean, with a lot of characters, there's got to be a lot of substance. And writing no, one no, book. No, would no, be, no, no, listen, listen, listen to what I said. Just one character each. Whatever okay. you, you want to put in it. So, how many of us on the call? Five? Yeah. Four? Yeah. So, five characters. That's all I'm saying. Five characters in a story. That's my challenge okay. for this year. Uh, here's my first notice of it. So, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I got an idea already, but anybody else <laughs> like I, I got an idea already. So, write it down. Uh, don't, don't be no great write it down. Oh, Tim, Tim Jeter remembers his. I got it already in my head. <laughs> <laughs> already in my head. Yeah, I, 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 I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you uh, two pages, uh, Terrence, to see if you like it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know you're gonna be tripping. Like, well, I want some more. <laughs> I can already hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the. The thing I love about ICC is bringing a lot of people together. And I don't know, I think I might have told 
some of you guys this. I don't know if I told everybody, but when I went uh, two years ago to San Diego, I ran into some of the guys that's from the UK that's in the room. Oh, wow. wow. And what happened, what happened was, what happened was I was talking to different people at their different booths and telling them about the ICC, of course. So I met this black guy that's from, uh, I forget his name right off the top of my head, but he's from the UK, does comic books, has some nice comic books and product out there. And I was tripping with him. And I said, hey, man, you need to be in the group, in this group that I'm on on Facebook. And it's called uh, the ICC. And he's like, hey, I'm in it. I'm like, what? I would have never met this cat had I not been talking about it. You know, right? I was tripping like real hard. I said, for real? He said, you know, Terrence Baker? I said, yeah. So then he got some more of the other guys that was from the U.K., and they're in there, too. And they were like, this guy knows Terrence Baker. I'm like, man, I feel like he a star. Uh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> that, that's my people. Hey, you, here I go. That's my people. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. We were tripping. But it was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool that I met somebody from the UK that knew about the ICC and was tripping that I knew you, Terrence. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, that was crazy. Once I find a guy, I know who he is, but I got to find a guy on the ICC and I'll say, this is the cat right here. Small world, brother. Yeah, it's funny, you know, doing shows um, before I left Georgia. You know, I would do shows in Atlanta and – you know, I'd be like, hey, you heard of the ICC? And, you know, I would get that a lot. They're like, yeah, I'm in that group. And, you know, it'd be, you know, black, white, no matter what, you know, race. Yeah. You know, a bunch of people already in the group. And I'm, I'm like, wow. like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was trying saying, to recruit people. Here, and most of them was already in it. From ICC. <laughs> I convinced them, too. So it's pretty amazing. I have to go up to me and say, hey, Alex Fernandez, you and I should see you. I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, I want everybody, before we launch off, we got 15 minutes, everybody give out their information where folks can buy your books, hit you up, uh, reach out and talk to you, uh, that good stuff. Starting with Alex, and then we'll work our way down. Um. The if you the YouTube show, you can see it on youtube.com slash the body jumpers. If you want to watch Dawn, it's on youtube.com slash Alex Fernandez's with a S Dawn the series. Um, and then you can get the shows on DVD on amazon.com. They're also on Amazon Prime. And the comic books, you can also get them on amazon.com. And uh, you can find me on Tennis Studios on Twitter and Instagram. And then on Facebook, you, are, you could just, uh, I believe it's director Alex Fernandez. Dietra, your page where people can check out your different cosplay and uh, what, um, what you're acting too as well. I have a brand new Instagram page. It's called The Afro Cosplay. Um, I don't have a page on Facebook right now, but I'm sure Mr. Baker is posting things in into ICC. Um, and my acting, I am on Alex Fernandez's page. Um, I recently did another Agent Dar, so I know he's working on that right now, so that's where you can find me. Yes, you can find me basically at bakercomics1.com, and all my uh, 
subsidiary affiliations therein lie there. Also the <laughs> also the YouTube the YouTube page too. Everything. Okay, cool. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, James Bethel. Yes, sir. Uh, how people hit you up? They get with you. Find Facebook um, at Bethel's Comic and on B Brothers Comics. Uh, I forgot my Twitter handle, so forgive me. <laughs> uh, Raymond Sanders. Uh, well, like I said earlier, you can go to the newly um, launched um, um, Fantasy Art Comics website, um, www.fantasyartcomics.com. Um, our Instagram is um, Fantasy Art Studios. Um, you know, Facebook, just Fantasy Art Comics. You know, we're all over. So, you know, check us out. We're, we try and post regularly. So, and we'll get better at putting stuff on the website too. Um, like I said, it's just launched, so we're still adding to it. But um, check it, check us out and see what we got right now. I appreciate you guys and lady. I appreciate you uh, for calling in, talking on the show. We do this once a year, and it's always good to you know talk to family once a year, at least once a year. You know what I'm yep. saying? So that's a good thing. Uh, Y'all take care, stay safe, and uh, I'll be in contact. And I, like I said, I guess I'm going to have to write this thing for Terrence, like in five seconds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Ray, Raymond know how to do and James know how to do. I, James told me about the story, and then like two days later, I was waiting on him to send the comic book. I was just doing it out of courtesy because I was already done writing the book when he told me. The next day, I did it in hey, one let me, day. Let me, ask, let, let me ask real quick before we go, uh, Taz. I got one question for everybody. Like, if we was to do that book, which character would everybody want to use? Maybe I could do some fan art in the next couple of days. Um, for me, it's gonna be Nova. Okay. Um, I got so many. I, I have to take one. Take one. Let's see. Um. I come up. Oh, wait, actually, can I can I change can, can I change my 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 choice? <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late? <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. I, I want to use glitter girl. Okay, glitter girl. Alex, Raymond. I'm gonna go with freeze tag from IPF. All right. What? What do you say? What'd you say, Raymond? Oh, freeze tag from IPF. <laughs> okay, I'm writing this down so I can know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, James? James? Well, I'm trying to think because he is already in Real Entertainment Showcase, so I want to probably try to use someone else. So I would probably go with um, Beta. Beta. And Cass? It's going to be... uh. Taste Little John from the oh. new store that I'm writing now. All right. So if each one of y'all will send me a picture, I'll do some fan art of that tomorrow or the next day. Send me that picture Ray, each one. Raymond got, a, Raymond got to send you a picture of Pace. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You already know what Beta looks like. Yep. What, did, what did Terrence say? I don't know who he said. Uh, mm-hmm. Some lady that wears pink. 
<laughs> oh, okay then. Yeah, okay. That that that'll be her. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. I will I will write the little first beginning and then we'll go from there. Uh, okay. Okay. Hey, uh I appreciate you again and thank you for calling. All right, appreciate y'all. Much love, respect. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.